Hello, it's Matt again. Just another friendly disclaimer that you will hear us call this podcast His and Her Gaming. Uh, this was recorded before we came upon the name Co-Oppo Mode, so you're on the right podcast. Happy to see you here again, and hopefully you enjoy it. in her gaming a couple's opinion on gaming i'm your co-host matt and i'm rose welcome back we're about to start a whole new episode i think you're gonna be very excited about this one yeah 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 i'm it's partially about giving you the chance (laughs) to play it what (laughs) You'll, you'll understand when we get there we'll understand when we get there uh i guess let's just uh start with guess what we're playing what take a wild guess any guess Oh gosh, I have no idea. Why did you do <laughs> there's that? There's a billion me? games. Put yeah, there's so spot. many. Am I supposed to know? Is it one that I'm super aware of, or like what? Yeah, it's one you're not going to make me play Elden Ring, are you? That's not it, right? No, not, not Dark yet. Dark Souls? <laughs> not yet. What are you doing? <laughs> what All are right. you doing? What I'm are you gonna... scheming over there? <laughs> All right, I'll I'll stop putting you in suspense. I'm going to make you play Super Mario Odyssey now. Before you say anything, <laughs> I have a, um, uh, how do I put it? She has started a new game already. So she hasn't come into this completely fresh, but you only played like, what, one night? I got the opportunity to play for about 40 minutes before yeah. you and our son continuously stole the Switch. And every time I think, you know what? I got 30 minutes. I could, nope, Switch is being <laughs> used. Our son is very, very good at playing or using whichever console or computer we want to use at the time. It's like he has an innate sense, a radar. Yep. If you're playing a game on the computer, that kid is always on the computer. Yep. If you want to watch something on the Xbox, that kid's on the Xbox. It's amazing. It's a talent. So I thought, hey, why not give you the chance to make you play a game (laughs) that I know you actually want to try out? (laughs) Yeah, okay. So I I figured this... I'm surprised this is on your list. Oh, definitely. This well, feels like a given for me that well, I'll, I'll I, enjoy it. I'm sure you're... Well, yeah. I mean, come on. First of all, Super Mario Odyssey. Great, 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 great game. Like, one of the best Switch games I've played, for sure. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I do think you're going to really enjoy it. And... Like I said, you've never had a chance to do it, and now I'm going to make you do it for our podcast, so you get to so do this reason. and have fun. I have yeah. to. <laughs> you have to. So uh, let's let's run down some basic info real quick. Uh, it was released October 27 in 2017, which sounds kind of crazy. Ago? Yeah, it came out pretty early on in the oh, Switch. Oh, dang. That's a long yep. time ago. Um, And uh, <clears throat> now this is, this is me going into that great, 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 great game. It's scored a 97 on Metacritic. Wow. Okay. 
It is currently joint third highest rated game of all time. So I think there's about 16 games that are at 97 on Metacritic and Super Mario Odyssey in one of them. I think uh, Zelda Breath of the Wild is also another one of them. Just that's how I'm coming in at how high quality a game I'm, I'm throwing at you. And you deserve and need, need to play this game. <laughs> uh, so three days after this game came out, it sold more than 2 million copies of the game worldwide, and half a million of those were in Japan alone. <laughs> go Japan, go home 25%. Uh, and within five days, over a million copies were sold in the U.S. alone. Wow. But Which is almost crazy that in one, was it, three days, Japan had half as many. It took five days for the whole United States to do it. The numbers are kind of insane. Everybody in Japan was playing Super Mario Odyssey. Yeah, everyone was playing That's this wild. when it came out. Yep. Uh, by December of 2017, Super Mario Odyssey sold over it was 9.07 million copies worldwide, making it the best-selling game for the Switch at the time. Wow. Now I'm trying to remember if it came out. I think it came out before Breath of the Wild. No, no, Breath of the Wild came out. Early on, because that was one of the ones that was mixed uh, on Wii U and that Switch. That was five years ago? That's yeah, isn't that nuts? That makes me feel very old. So, uh, as of last December 2021, it uh, has sold over 23 million copies of the of this game. Wow. Doesn't that just... The numbers are astronomical, really. Yeah. <laughs> it, there's a reason it's good. And so there's some fun little things I kind of found out. Uh when the first concept for Super Mario Odyssey came to be, uh, one of the directors uh, and producers of the game wanted to use motion controls to have like those Joy-Cons because you can use them as motion controls. So when they were thinking about how to use that, their first thought was, oh, an object you can throw makes so much sense because you can kind of get that motion. Like when you're swinging, mm -hmm. it feels like you're throwing something. So... Once they settled on, like, the gimmick for this game was Mario's going to be throwing something, you're going to be using motion controls for it, uh, they're like, the hat. His yeah. hat's iconic, right? It makes so much sense for him to throw his hat. And then that kind of led to, eventually, uh, his sidekick being Cappy, the little ghost thing. So they're like, they wanted Mario to have a bit of a sidekick, and so they kind of merged the sidekick with the throw hat throwing gimmick because they just wanted Mario to have a little buddy as he's traveling along to all these cool places. So one of the funny things is, you know, Nintendo really thinks about uh, how their controls and games handle for kids because yeah. it, it's not just it, that they're it, focused on the adult. They're focused on everybody being able to enjoy it. Yes, I would say Nintendo particularly focuses on all ages specifically kids if anything so they were uh initially really worried about the camera function using like the dual sticks to control the camera they're like oh it might be too hard you know it's a big sandbox game it might be too hard for the kids to like mm -hmm. be able to look around and stuff well they watched end up watching a bunch of like minecraft videos and realized so many kids play minecraft <laughs> and they can do holy it crap so there's a bunch of eight-year-olds that can totally do this yeah like they're like oh well minecraft's huge and these kids can do it no problem like mm -hmm. what are we what are we stressing about right yeah uh 
So I thought I just thought that was funny, like that they were making this game like, oh, this camera's gonna be too tough for kids, and then they watch Minecraft videos and they're like, no, we're fine, we're good, <laughs> we're good guys, no problems, no problems here. Eight year olds are ridiculously <laughs> talented nowadays. I saw a freaking a little. It was like this five year old kid, and he was actually playing Super Mario Odyssey. Yeah, it was a TikTok I saw, and uh, he was like speed running this little race mini game you can do uh, towards the end game uh-huh. with these Koopas, and he's just doing all the fun <laughs> little moves you can do. The real, it's like holy crap, this kid's better at this game than I am, and I'm not a slouch. <laughs> oh, so um, a lot of the game ends up being kind of built kind of traveling to like these different areas right mm-hmm. you put these stickers on the side of your uh the odyssey that you're flying around in and uh you can to be able to buy like souvenirs at each location it's kind of makes it like really mixed with that you're going on a journey you're going on a travel it's like a vacation like oh you gotta pick up some souvenirs to take with you to remind you of where you've been right mm-hmm. so the developer's really wanted to make the players feel connected to all these locations so each kingdom was actually based on personal experiences from the designers and then once they're once these guys had an idea like oh you know beach vacation or i went to some snowy mountain area or the forest like all these ideas and then they they kind of built gimmicks into it after the fact so i think it's kind of cool to think that all these different places they went with the exception of, okay, the game's been out for a while. With the exception of the moon, <laughs> go to the moon. No, no developer had been to the moon. Yeah, yet? probably nobody now, been to the moon nowadays. With Jeff Bezos around, <laughs> yeah. that's possible. Yeah, right. Nowadays, it's totally not possible. that wild. Uh, <laughs> but I think that's just a really cool thought to think about. You know, it's 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 a little charming that the developers created the game in that order. In that way. Yeah. Yeah. It's really fun to look. And that's the nice thing when you get a game this big. There's lots of fun tidbits and interesting interviews that people, you know, have found things out about. But it's just cool to think. It's like, oh, we just have a throwing gimmick. Make it his hat. He needs a sidekick. Make the hat his sidekick. Oh, let's have a bunch of places you can go to. Well, I went to this on vacation once. Let's make a place like this. Okay. And then like, what can fun things can we do here? What can we make Mario do? Right. Yeah. And it, it really. That sounds like a really beautiful creative process where it all flowed really well. Yeah. And I would say that that's probably why this game has done so well. And like Nintendo is very careful <laughs> about their quality control, for, especially for their own IPs. Uh, yeah for mario the big ones right yeah Yeah. um so it it's just really cool to have a bit of an insight into the process you know yeah uh well uh while i was uh looking up stuff (laughs) i was on metacritic and like looking at some people user reviews can leave reviews for metacritic and leave like so many stars or what what they thought about it i I'm 50% sure that this is a joke account. <laughs> I'm not sure. But they gave Mario a 0 out of 10. This is the most boring game ever. After beating the game 100%, there's nothing to do because you've already done everything. It's the least replayable game ever. 
That's why I gave it. So, so on that one aspect, the, replayability, this, it gets a zero out of ten, this, and you're dying over it. A hundred percent completed the game. It's not replayable, <laughs> but you played it through the whole way. <laughs> Give it six months and try again. Right, right. Oh, uh, that cracked me up. I actually, you know. I kind of feel bad because I, I ended up using the Switch and I was replaying, you know, my game. Mm-hmm. And I was surprised at how quickly I kind of settled back into the groove of playing it. Like, my muscle memory wasn't quite there at first, but it really recouped really quickly. And I was actually impressed that it didn't take me that long to, like, remember how to do the fun hat bounces and tricks because there are so many moves you can do in this game. Oh. You think Super Mario 64 had a lot of like weird moves you could do? It's, or Sunshine? It's, it's not that they had a ton. But like Super Mario 64 was actually pretty simple. But it had expanded, right? And it's kind of like getting five moves. And then Super Mario Sunshine kind of... It was so similar I mean, having that water pack... The water pack is what was, was most of the different, change. but it yep. was still pretty much the same. Mm-hmm. So if you're saying that there's a lot more moves with this one, with the hat and all the tricks you can oh, do, yeah. that's an improvement in, in my head. So let's, let's, let's talk about like the game a little bit. Yeah, there's like lots of different ways you can help yourself jump a little higher. You can do the classic triple jump, or there's the... Uh, holding crouch and doing a backflip or like there's different ways you can long jump uh one of the most useful moves i've found is when you jump into the air you can throw your hat into the air Mm -hmm. and then you can do kind of a jump dive forward bounce off your hat oh wow throw your hat again and jump towards it but you can't bounce off it the second time there it's like giving yourself like a a a double or a triple jump in the midair and it can really help you cross distances sometimes it's how it's how some people have like broken the way they intended to get to places Mm -hmm. but nintendo also made it very open so there's like places where oh there's no way you can get up there right well somebody figured out how to get up there and then nintendo threw like there's a hundred coins there they knew someone would figure out how to get up there so there's fun little tidbits like that you can find uh, the main mechanic is you get Cappy, you get, you know, your ghost hat. And when you throw your ghost hat at certain enemies or uh, people, you take over them, right? So you take over a Goomba, he gets a red hat mustache, right? Your Goomba Mario. <laughs> yeah. And you're rolling around and they, like, each one of these creatures has a fun little gimmick to them. So instead of typical Marios where you get, like, power-ups, the Tanuki suit, the the Fire Flower, Star, all, like... Mm-hmm. I what is it? They have penguins. They have there are so many suits. Mario could be called a furry. You're like <laughs> he's so many animals. Don't it's crazy. Don't put that on Mario. <laughs> That's the joke. Uh, but like instead of that, you can just become all these creatures. You can become a cheap cheap. You can become a chomp chomp. What is it? Oh, you can become a T Rex, which is my personal favorite. Just stomping around. Just the fact that the hat doesn't get bigger. Also, there's just a little hat and a mustache <laughs> on this, t- like, photorealistic T-Rex. It still cracks me up. It makes him giggle every time. Ah, uh, just, just the enjoyable things. Also, just the, uh, how it's set up. So, like, each world, like, the gimmicks that the characters can do can help you move around. Whether it's 
be a swimming or helping you climb or mm-hmm. uh, every level is different, right? Every level's got a unique feel to it. But having the basic skills uh, still helps you get all these hidden power moons, which you need to advance in the game. So you can collect a bunch of them before you go back. Like Super Mario 64, you jump into a painting, whatever star you get kicks you out, you go back in, resets the world, right? Mm-hmm. Which Well, it sets the world... In that one, it sets the world to either the next star or one that you pick in yeah, that line. Yep, because yep. different things are set up for different stars. That's a fair but point. But that's because now they have the technology to get it all in one, right? Yeah, because like, stuff can happen that changes yes. as it goes on. Uh, there are a few that I can think of. I don't want to ruin anything for mm-hmm. you. But just the fact that, like, hey, you need 30 power moons to move on to the next place. Okay, I can run around this world and go collect all 30 or more. I usually collected more. I run over, top up. Oh, let's go check out the next world. And then you can always come back to collect more things. So this is a game where collecting is the name of the game, right? But Nintendo does it so right. <laughs> <laughs> so you have your main coins. You have your special... Uh, travel coins which are unique to each place and then you have the power moons power moons are the base for moving forward in the game right your basic coins let you buy fun little outfits for mario you can get them like trunks and a freaking uh, like a vacation Mm t-shirt or um you can get him a mad scientist lab coat and a crazy (laughs) hair but there's also the unique location coins that are usually purple, if I remember right. And you can buy unique location stuff. That's how you can get souvenirs. That's how you can get unique location garbs. Uh, one of them's the uh, Mexican Mario. He's got a sombrero and a poncho. And I think one of them is uh, Beach Mario. <laughs> uh, but as you go further in the game, you unlock more and more things you can you can look like. You can look like... 64 mario if you want to there's a skeleton outfit there's a knight armor there's samurai armor there's all sort like it's it's nuts how many outfits they have in this game you can uh, even get the peach wedding dress and run around in that if you want to <laughs> that's good that's yeah. fair hey fair fair is fair i can't yeah. imagine that would fit mario very well no he looks a little beefy in it <laughs> <laughs> um and they have some new fun, like, rabbit enemies, kind of um, almost akin to Koopalings. Mm-hmm. They're kind of like your bosses in each world, and you can uh, experience that. You always end up fighting Bowser a few times because, you know, he can't learn his lesson. Yeah. <laughs> Never does. You know, the whole premise is Peach got kidnapped, and Bowser's trying to marry him, Again. and you're trying to stop. You're trying to stop the wedding. Daisy doesn't get kidnapped that often. No. Nope. <laughs> I'm just going to point that out. Here's the thing. She's supposed to be a princess too, right? Yeah. Is she the uh, another princess of the Mushroom Kingdom or is she a princess of another kingdom? Because I That seems don't like something know. you would know, not me. I, I don't remember. I don't know. We're going to have to do some research. Yeah, I might have to look that up. Now my curiosity is a little You peak. just would think Peach would have better security by this point. Yeah, but like... This is a lot of years of being kidnapped. I will say this. Bowser may kidnap her, but he never like really 
hurts her, hurts her. He just kind of tosses her in a room. So or it's kind takes of just away. like, ah, another day. Mario. Oh, whatever. Mario, I just got to wait for Mario to show up and yeah. save me, I guess. <laughs> it's a reason to give Mario some more kisses, I guess. Because <laughs> this giant turtle dinosaur can't beat a freaking plumber. <laughs> 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 he shoots fire and Mario still whoops him. Ah. <clears throat> uh. There is more things I'd like to talk about, but I really want to give you a chance to experience some of these things without giving too much away. Because I know you've seen me play it a little bit before, but... I Gosh, think... not much, though. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think I ended up playing it a lot, like, straight on the Switch, and, you know, it's hard to kind of watch when sure. you're doing that. I think, like, I had one night where I got to play it, and there was one day when I helped my son get through... A level. Yeah. He was like in a big stew pot with a bunch of vegetables floating around and he couldn't figure out how to (laughs) jump around. And I was like, he was looking for you. Yep. I was like, no, 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 buddy. I've been doing Mario for years. (laughs) Give me this. And I passed it and he was super proud of me because he did not have faith. And I'm like, I know how to play Mario. I'm a Mario OG. Yeah. No, 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 son. Sometimes I know something. I was playing Mario before you were born, fool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that kid. Oh, love so that's him. what I know of it. Yeah. Just two very small experiences so far. Well, I'll stop just freaking talking your ear off. We'll take a break here, give you a week to play her, and we'll come back and talk about it. Because I... This is one of those games where I just know, I know, you're going to love it. Like, is that why you're not asking me how excited I am? Oh, I, I knew once I told you what it was, you were excited to play it. Eh, 8 out of 10. 8 out of 10. <laughs> 1 out of 10. <laughs> Lame. Hey, I heard it has really bad replayability. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Terrible replayability. <laughs> oh my goodness. All right, let's get the hell out of here and we'll talk to you guys in a minute. here to hear your uh, opinion on Super Mario Odyssey. I'm not really sure how I can describe it in a new way because this game was really classically Mario. And yeah. it was wonderful. It, it was a lot of fun. The controls work pretty much exactly like they do in Super Mario 64, but you have the added hel- element of your hat of Cappy. And that's a lot of fun. Cappy does make a big difference. Though, though the uh, to be fair, Mario 64 only had one stick. <laughs> and at least this one, you can pan the camera a little bit better. You could pan the camera with the four little yellow buttons oh, in yeah. 64, but it didn't work out super well. It's nice to see things that you love updated. And that's kind of what this game was about. You got everything you enjoy out of a Mario game, but running even smoother, a little easier. Yes. And then with adding the Cappy element to it, there was a lot more that they could do with the different obstacles and the ways to get around. And then you got to be different characters, and that was super fun. I, I Like I said, I do think that was a very fun take because they made Cappy the main, kind of the main special mechanic for this Mario. And then... Uh, 
instead of getting like, oh, I get a bee suit and I get a cloud suit and a fire flower and a superstar. It's like, no, you just throw your head at things and you become completely new things. You become like a, an Easter Island tiki head with some sweet shades. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm just rolling around loving yeah. this weather. <laughs> the dinosaur. I mean, there's so much. The chomp chomp. It, it's yeah. just. Yeah. T-Rex was my personal favorite. You do feel just like. You feel like oh, a monster. Yeah. It's just fun to run around and smash into stuff. <laughs> yeah, I it's it's super fun. <laughs> and that's it. That's the end of the episode, folks. I'm sorry, it's, we're heading out. It's so it's it's kind of this thing where I don't know exactly what to say about it. It was good. It's it's um I mean, there's little moments I liked. I like the little throwback moments when you get to be old school Mario. There's some spots yeah. in each level where it goes back to 2D. That was just kind of a nice little added touch that I appreciated. It is a very nice touch. And you're always, uh, they actually have pixelated sprite versions for all the costumes yeah. too, which is also fun. So it's not it's just cute. like, oh, you're always original Mario, which would have been okay. Nintendo would have been fine like that, but that little extra polish that Nintendo does on their mainline games really makes a difference. Um, I thought the levels were fun and pretty creative for the most part. I mean, some were better than others. I didn't quite finish the game, but I see that I got over halfway. There's a lot of worlds. There's a lot more than I thought. <laughs> I actually got to Metro Kingdom and I thought, oh, this is where it's, you know, it's going to start winding down Wait, wait, here. wait, wait. New Donk City? Yeah, that's what oh, I Okay. Sorry. <laughs> Kingdom. Kingdom. Um, <laughs> so old school. Yeah. Yeah, New Donk City. And, and with the way that that started out there, I thought, oh, okay, now I'm winding down to the end. It feels about... And then you're no, like halfway through the game. Absolutely You not. keep going, going, going. Oh, that was the other... Yeah, I... There's just a lot of little things. Like in, in um, Metro City, the little Vespa you can ride around and Love do jumps thing. with. And then there's a part where the T-Rex is chasing you. I mean, there's just so many cool little things throughout all this game. And the different levels just have neat, fun things in them. Um, one of my all-time favorite things now is stacking up Goombas. I, think. <laughs> I, I absolutely adored that. I yeah. thought that was a lot of fun. Um, did you uh, did you find the one where you have to stack Goombas so you can like kiss Mac on the little lady Goomba to get a, a moon? Yeah, yeah, you got. Yeah. I get high enough so I can see that her. Was really cute. <laughs> she um, loves a mustache, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> it was just a lot of little things like that were a lot of fun. I don't know what else to say about it, really. I mean, it is very just. It's so classic Mario. It is. It's. It really is the best of the old and the new to, yeah, to me right. um, because it works so well. And once you learn some of the mechanics and you can like, even if you can do just one little special thing, you don't have to be able to be like one of them pro speedrunners who can somehow roll and jump across the whole map or some crazy stuff. But if you can just learn that hat dive in midair, you get that extra like 10 feet. You can do so much more or hopping up and uh, it's like a... Uh, uh, our son was playing and uh, he had to race some uh, Koopas up the mountain and he wanted some help. Well, I I played enough where I can do that hat jump a little bit in the midair and I just freaking bounce up the mountain like nothing. It's super easy. But you can still go the old school way that it, like that Nintendo laid out for you. But there's so many secrets you can get to if you get really, really good at the game. Yeah, it did uh. feel when you're going through like there's... 
there's always much more to do in each level. Mm-hmm. And it's nice that you can move on or stick around. It's also nice because there's opportunities to pick where you want to move forward to. So it's not quite so streamlined. And that was kind of nice too. Yeah, there are just... Like I said, that Nintendo polish, they really take care of there's fun things to do, there's fun secrets to find, there's nods to old games, nods yeah. to other games, uh, and even nods to just Japanese culture in general. There's a whole, like, Bowser's Castle in this game. It's like a whole feudal castle in the sky kind of level, which is a lot of fun. And eventually you go to the moon, which is wild. <laughs> I think that's where uh, you stop the wedding. That's where Bowser's trying to have the wedding with Peach on the moon. Like, <laughs> what a wedding destination, right? Super romantic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but, uh, well, I can see how it can get you kind of stuck because it's, I mean, we've all, almost everybody, I shouldn't say we all, almost everybody's been playing Mario games most of their lives or at least has played a mario game so if you played any mario game from like 64 onward you kind of have an idea Mm -hmm. about how smooth this is just this is like the pinnacle the most polished the smoothest like and the most stuff you can do in a game like the only thing you're missing is it would be fun if there was like a way you could run around as like mario and luigi and like do things with other people i think that would be a fun little just to run around the world you know i guess i haven't as i was playing there wasn't anything that bothered me or that i thought i would change um you know what to expect like you said it's Mm -hmm. it's just like the pinnacle of all previous mario games and it's nice that it always keeps getting better and better it never is the newest one is never worse than a previous one i would say that's true they always improve yep they always make it fun the only thing i could say is I hate to say it, but I'm getting older and <laughs> it's not quite as enticing as it used to be. Yeah. Um, like you said, our son's playing it. He played it. He saw me playing it. He had to beat it again. Yeah, again. Um, he <laughs> he absolutely loves it. And it that's the thing. It's so nice to have a game that any age can play and it's fun. Yeah, there's just different ways you can enjoy it, really. Right, but I would say it's definitely, like, for kids, it's perfecto. I, it's... I really... Uh, for how, for me, I feel like I gotta be in the mood. Like, when I'm craving that, th- that scratches that itch so good. Like, sure. if I want to play Mario, it's, like, Mario 64 or Odyssey. Like, yeah. that's, that's, that's the itch I got. And if it's 2D Mario, I always love going back to Super Mario 3 with you. Heck yeah. That's, like, all-time favorite right there. Mm-hmm. Well, since we don't have, like, a lot to talk about, maybe we'll just ask you, like, a couple questions. Like, yeah. out of the levels you did pick, what was your favorite? Or you did get through? You know what? I really... I really liked New Dark City a lot. Yeah. And I didn't think I would. I was like, oh, city level. <laughs> yeah, And uh, that one, I think I spent the most time in just doing a lot of uh, different things. And j- the the mechanic of, like, being able to launch yourself of, from building to building. And there were secret tunnels. There was, this, there was so much going on there. Yeah, they added so much verticality to that level yeah. compared to, like, some of the other they ones. They did. Yep. And, I mean, you really can get 
anywhere you see yep. in that city. There were no limits. Like, a lot of the time when you play a level in a game that's based in a city, there's a lot of limitation. And yep. this one literally had none. I if mean, it looks like you it. You would be seeing coins on <laughs> a ledge of a building and you're like, how in the heck do I get there? You can get everywhere. And yeah, and yeah you can go all the way to the top. You can go underground. It's It was really fun, actually. That one... That one really got me, and I was surprised by that. The Seaside Kingdom's really fun because wasn't that right before uh, New Donk? This is the Seaside Kingdom. That one's with all right the beach... after. Oh, right I went after. there after. Okay, so that's beach life after the city life. <laughs> yeah, that one was pretty fun. The squid guys. The, the those... squid. The squid bubble fish. Yeah, that, like... those were just so fun to. That was a blast. That was use. like my. That was probably top five things I could take control of. Because you could just zip around like a little jet ski on the water. Yep. And like, oh. Um, raise even, yourself in the air vertically. Yeah. That one was really fun. I guess now that I think about it, it's a little reminiscent of uh, Super Mario Sunshine. <laughs> yeah. Using it to launch yourself yeah, up. Yeah, it is. That, that actually, I and just had that. I we thought, both kind of have a soft spot for Super Mario Sunshine. Yeah, that was That fun, one, uh, I think, is a little bit underrated and I think was a lot more fun than what most people give it credit for. Yeah. Oh, years ago, we we played through it, busted out the GameCube, and we just yeah. took turns on levels, and that was just fun to really that fully one, experience that game. You know, bringing that up, though, it makes me think about it. That one feels harder to beat and to get through than what Super Mario Odyssey does. I will say this. To get through the main storyline in Super Mario Odyssey, I wouldn't say... There's some tough... A couple tough bosses... Sure. But once you beat like the main end boss, you unlock a whole bunch of stuff back in all the previous levels mm-hmm. and you can go back. Then there's harder missions you can do, harder places you can get to, and like there's like a boss rush mode you can go through that I still haven't even gotten through. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's really tough. So there's a lot more life after you complete the main story. It seemed like it. I mean, even after you move on to the next level, you can always go back to previous ones, oh, yeah. and there's always more to do. I don't think I 100%ed a single level in this game, but... I did, okay. I did take my time and like if I liked the area, really take the time to look around, do different things that I thought were fun, and then move on. But the other cool thing about this game was the different coins. Mm-hmm. I did like that. I was just thinking about that. Each area has their own special coin that you can collect, and then you can get different outfits for Mario, which is awesome. Like that really suckers and in. And the souvenirs. People. Yeah, well, okay, I don't I'm not a collector in most games, so that doesn't get me, but I, I know that that gets you. You're like, I gotta get every oh, souvenir. I just love it. Like, it was always, I gotta <laughs> get the special outfit that you need the special <laughs> coins for, and then it was like, I need to get the souvenirs, because your, your ship, the Odyssey, like, as you travel, it gets stickers from each kingdom you visit, and then if you buy the souvenirs with the special coins, it fills up the inside of your ship, which I think is just a cool, like... Hey, like if you were a person who really traveled, it would be kind of fun to be like, "Hey, I've been to all these places. Here's here's like yeah. a little story, like a little I, bit of realism there." Yeah, like it it really does feel like it's Mario Vacation Simulator. It's cute. Yeah. <laughs> Just have to save the princess. I uh, think the only thing that I didn't appre- like it made the uh, it made the regular coins a little less valuable. Honestly, there was really no reason to collect them. Yeah, it's not like you get extra lives. You don't get health. You don't get extra lives. Yep. But there are 
the further you get in the game, the more costumes you can buy with the regular coins. I think Nintendo just knows that it's so conditioned in us now that we see that yellow coin. And we're like, it's useless to me, but I I have to grab that. that. I have to grab it. I think that's all it is. They're like, Uh, how you suckers. Oh, yeah. It's it's tough. Like I, I I'm not like I have to get every single one I see, but no, but I you can't th- walk by one. No, no, it's like <laughs> if I'm right here, I might as well grab I this might coin. Well grab these coins. I guess I'll grab a few. No big deal. Even if you got a hundred and at least got like a little bit more health, I think that would be better. Um, yeah, there were times when it was hard to find hearts. And yes. Yeah. Then there's other times when there's so many hearts that you don't need. It, it, that Maybe that's just me, but it seemed to be either feast or famine. Yeah, I I guess I kind of felt like that too. Like okay. Sometimes when you're really desperate for one, it's like, where's the next one? I can't find one. And yeah. then like when you're just running full health, it's like, how many hearts do they have here? How bad did they think this place was going to be? Yeah, <laughs> it's usually in an easy area where there are no enemies. <laughs> That's how yeah. it felt. That's how it felt anyway. Uh, no, I, uh, I'm glad you enjoyed it. I think I definitely think it's one of those ones where if you're feeling like Mario, then you probably would definitely pick it yeah. up and do another level. Like yeah. it, I, I really enjoyed it as. Um, like oh, you know oh, i only have an hour tonight and i just kind of want to chill vibe a relaxing game. yeah it is very relaxing not that there aren't some hard parts to it but like you can just run around and explore and just you don't have to okay. deal with the hard parts if you don't want yeah. to that's kind of what makes it yeah. nice so that's that's a really nice thing about it and the music throughout the game like the music's always good they always got fun music wherever you're going uh and even um, in uh, uh, New Donk City, that whole uh, big musical festival that you end with before yeah. you can leave, like that's like a blast. Like it's it's like this, it's like this big festival goes off. You're going like you're running through this crazy course in midair as like retro Mario two D space, and while the big song from the the game is playing, and it's just like it it really can amp you up, you know? Yeah. And that's that's. Uh, that is a lot of fun. I just, this is one of those games where if you have a Switch, you haven't played it, it deserves a try. And even if somebody is not a huge gamer, I think they could find enjoyment in this game as well. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. it is an easy way for somebody who doesn't play a lot to play and enjoy it and get value for your time put into it. Like you said, you don't have to, you know crack down hard at it for hours and hours and days and days you can pick it up and leave it and pick it up yeah that's that's always nice and it always gives takes me about like when i come back it's like it takes about five or ten minutes to get like that real tricky stuff i know how to do back down sure but uh like the basic overall like i i don't lose that the basics are muscle memory now yeah exactly i got i got a decade (laughs) of playing mario i'm pretty good more than what more than that hun oh yeah (laughs) a decade of playing like 3d marios maybe might be more accurate Mm, more than that Uh, (laughs) oh you're killing me Um, <laughs> I, yeah, I would just say this, like, out of all the 3D platforms out there, there are a lot of really good ones. This is definitely a great one. Like, probably the best, most polished 3D platformer you can play today. And there's a lot of great ones, but this one's like, anytime you mess up, 
You don't feel like the game screwed you over. Yeah, that was... You messed up. That was very true. The, yeah. the controls were good, and like you said, like the camera angles, you can adjust very easily now because you have two joysticks. It um, it never felt like you got ripped off or gypped. It, it was always, I jumped wrong, I messed up. I gotta do better next time. Yep, yep. yep. And that's a nice feeling, because there have been old Mario games where it's a little glitchy and you can get kind of stuck you know yeah on sometimes. a ledge or whatever yeah. and you're like oh this is crap but this this never felt like that not not one moment and that oh. was really nice it is it's just, there's i think there's a lot of good work in this game and they oh, really yeah. took their time and made it just it was done so thoroughly and i really appreciate that cuz with platforming games i think that would be really hard to to get it that nice. Yeah. It's, I don't know how else to say you it. Gotta, you got to make it look like, can a person do this? And does it look like they can do it? Because mm-hmm. I played some platformers like, I can make this jump. And because the camera's how it is, it's further than it looks. Or it, it, it's, it doesn't feel right. It's mm-hmm. like, I should make this jump and I can never can. Uh, I mean, 2D platformers like Mario. But there there's a lot. There's a plethora of 2D ones that have got this down to a science like um celeste was a really good one uh that's the first one i can think off the top of my head that's like really just platform focused but like people can nail that 2d feeling and it works really well 3d is just a little bit trickier and we've gotten better overall over the years since like the 64 days but there's still people that they just like it maybe that's not the focus of the game but that's what is its detriment and you never this game just does it so so well that I hope that it just makes other people take a look at the stuff they're making and try to emulate it to an extent. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's that's the beauty about the games industry is sometimes somebody puts out something that's really good and it can really inspire and inform other people how they want their game to feel when you play it. And when it comes to 3D platform Mario is king. Yeah. He just is. He and Nintendo is good at it. <laughs> I can't think of anything else that I've ever played that was comparable. Well, I think uh, I'll we'll stop torturing you about all this Mario talk and making you try to come up <laughs> with more ways to say more ways to explain Mario who's been around <laughs> for uh, like over thirty years. Way too long. So, what would you give your rating for this game then? This is a tough one because it's a great game. It's fantastic. Like I said, I think it's it's a good one for families or younger younger kids. Mm-hmm. I think me personally, like I don't really have a drive to play it again unless I did get that specific Mario itch. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. So it's not going to be my personal tippity top. So I just kind of want to make that clear. I think the game is made extremely well. Like as far as quality of game 10 out of 10 right yep but for me personally i'd give it like a six six and a half Ooh. <laughs> it's just <laughs> you're making me feel oh, so bad hurts. Oh. i love mario i love this game and and i didn't dislike anything about it yeah it's just am i gonna pick this up willingly anytime soon nah i'm probably not i'm just being real honest here. yeah you've been on a north guard binge lately so. I, <laughs> I really like to punish myself with more you know <laughs> i like things a little bit more challenging than what i felt like mario was and i i hear what you're saying that it gets harder in the end but like We'll have to help you out with that in the future. I, I understand <laughs> what you mean when you say that specific itch. That's kind of how I feel about Mario. Yes. You know it so well, and we've done it so many times throughout oh, our yeah. lives. It's 
there are moments when you're like, you know what? Nothing else is going to quite be that for me right now. I need that. Yes. And when I have that, this game is going to be perfect. But otherwise, I don't get the itch to play Mario a whole lot, I guess. Yeah, it's I mean. great. I think Mario is wonderful. Love the games. But six and a half. Okay, okay. Rose's personal six and a half game quality, ten out of ten. Yes, I will take that. The game that. was made rec- super well. You recognize it's a great game. You just not feeling it right now, and I'll, that'll be fair. Well, I mean, I, I am feeling it, just not. <laughs> I'm not in love with it. Okay, I okay. like it. Yeah, like is an emotion too. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that about wraps it up for us today. Uh, I'm Matt, and I'm Rose. And this has been His and Her Gaming. Ta-da!